This is the What's Brewing Podcast, brought to you by Ronald Blue Trust. Wisdom for wealth, for life. Here's your host, the voice of the BJU Bruins, Johnny Gamut. What's up, Bruin Nation? Johnny Gamut on the What's Brewing podcast, and uh, I'm really excited about this week's episode as we have uh, two Bruin student-athletes joining us, Catherine Ring from the volleyball team and uh, Caleb Davis from the cross-country team and track teams uh, joining us. And the reason that I'm excited about this episode is both of these uh, young people have uh, not only a great um, uh experience in terms of student athlete and being great leaders on campus, but they're both also involved in the military here for uh, for the United States. So thought it would be a great podcast to bring both of these um, these uh, student athletes on just to talk about that experience, to, to not only be a regular student, a student athlete, but then throwing the military on top of that is, I don't know how you guys do it. So thank you guys <laughs> so much for, for taking the time to be part of the show today. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank of you. course. Yeah. Well, let's start right into it. I guess Caleb, I'll start with you. When when you, you know you're in the ROTC program, which just which just came to Bob Jones a couple of years ago. So, talk to me a little bit about you know how that kind of became a reality to you in terms of yeah, this is something I want to do. Um, I would say it happened um, right after my freshman year um, when we they started talking about the ROTC program and getting it, and then finally getting finalized for the next semester. Um, it wasn't until uh, a little bit after my um, freshman year, um, and I decided, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this thing. Um, my 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 dad's always uh, told us, you know, if if you're able to um, do something involving the military, um, just to do your time and service, and mm-hmm. and so I saw uh, ROTC as the the best option at the time to um, do that commitment and uh, do some time in the military and see how it goes from there <laughs> yeah Catherine I know you have a little bit of uh, military heritage in your family as well your dad was in the Marines and so so talk to me a little bit about your yours is different you're not in the ROTC so explain to the audience a little bit of what your program involves uh, with the Marine Corps and uh, some of the things that you've done so far with that yeah absolutely so I actually got a little bit more involved before I came to college it was kind of right at the beginning when I was going to my freshman year I reached out to a recruiter that I had um, been connected with through an actual a clinic with the with volleyball and uh, and the Marine Corps, and basically said, "Hey, I'm interested in this program, which allowed me to go to college and also train in the summers." So took a little while, but eventually I was able to do that. And then this summer, first completed the first six weeks, and then next summer we'll finish with six weeks again. So. Um, it's a little bit different because I don't, I'm not required to train like during the school year, but in the summer I'm in a sense selected to go and train for six weeks in the environment that would be the military uh, and live that life for yeah. a little while. But yeah, a little bit different than ROTC, but still, still pretty rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, one thing I want to talk about is the, the training aspect of it, because you guys, you're no stranger to, you know, especially <laughs> Caleb, cross country, early mornings, getting yeah. up, running, and, you know, any any Coach Denny practice is going to be very strenuous <laughs> yes. and very uh, high on the uh, on the training. But um, but you guys have that experience of being a student athlete, but for the military, there there is this huge element of endurance, physical fitness, and that kind of thing. So how do you feel like being a student athlete kind of prepared you for or what you would face military-wise, uh, either well, one of you. Well, I can go first. Uh, I know, like, it's funny to me. i rather actually face the wrath of the, the PT instructors than face the wrath of my coach. <laughs> I feel like she actually yelled at me more than they did. 
Um, but early mornings, that was one of the first things we did from like one to two hours of PT uh, every single day. And it was it was very focused on endurance, muscular endurance, running. They love their runners. That's one of the things that the Marine Corps does love. Um, and even my dad asked me if I would tr- change anything training-wise in preparing for next summer. I would probably add more running than I did. Mm-hmm. But just with the nature of my sport, we don't do a lot of long-distance endurance running. It's more of a agility type. Uh, but even with the, the already foundation that I have, with being a student athlete, it definitely helped just switching gears and the type of focus of what I did, so. Yeah, and uh, Caleb, you also are involved in regular trainings mm-hmm. and, and you have to go down to Clemson and other places like that to do some of your training in, in, in other locations. So uh, talk to me about how the the training that you get in cross country, how that has helped you in the military side of things. Yeah, um, well, thankfully I don't have to go to Clemson. Oh, uh, you don't? Oh, okay, yeah, I, thought, a, I had heard no, a rumor yeah. about that, so. <laughs> um, so for the Army, it's um, it's Furman. Uh, okay, and, and Air so Force is. Clemson, but I got yeah, you. so um, I think my first year here when I was just a student athlete, um, just going to practice and, and working out of school, um, really prepared me because we'd be getting up at 545 and going out there and running and then, you know, starting the day off uh, with school and, and different things like that. Um, now, we're getting up a little bit earlier for, uh, for ROTC, but um, it's definitely prepared me to be physically ready for when we're up that early to actually um, do physical stuff and workouts and different things like that. How do you guys have to balance, you know, again, putting the military on top of you guys already have a very busy schedule academically, athletically, to throw the military components on top of that, even um, throwing that on top of summer training and summer things that you're already doing. How are you able to balance all that? What's, what, what is key? You know, maybe there's somebody out there listening who really is interested in an ROTC program or doing military and, and still going to college and those kinds of things. So how are you able to, to, to balance all that? Maybe, Caleb, you could start and then and Catherine. Um, a lot of it is, uh, so since now I'm a, I'm a senior, um, classified as an MS4 at, uh, at Furman, um, there's a lot more responsibility. Um, so I'm usually there at six, four days a week, um, and which really makes me have to do two days. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll usually, I'll usually work out with uh, PT, uh, with, the, with the Army guys over there, and then I'll probably run later. Um, that day, uh, usually around nine, I just go out there for a run, um, just getting that, that um, running in as well. Um, so really added on a whole lot of more physical activity um, with, with doing two days instead of just going out and running in the mornings. Yeah, Catherine, how about you? Uh, well, I say if I'm not in a classroom, I'm not like some, doing something with friends, I'm probably in the gym doing something related to volleyball <laughs> or lifting. Uh, but I think a lot of like, I've found success is just being like very like aware of like time management, uh, just finding time like maybe you, you're gonna have to give up something like a little bit of time with friends or something, but like in the long run it's gonna be better. Um, but I found that the time management wise with the military, thankfully mine's not like the RTC. Like I'm not going to training like during the school year usually. Uh, if I do anything, it's over a weekend, hmm. um, and it's usually not like involving school so that was one of the benefits of doing the program that I did the platoon leaders class because I would be able to go to school and focus on school and anything else going on Uh, and they strongly recommend getting involved with leadership type of uh, roles whether that's in society organizations or being a student athlete Um, but it, it helps that mine's not actually during the school year it's during the summer where I can focus on school 
during the fall and the spring and then just crank it out during the summer for the few weeks that I'm there. So yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you had just touched on it in your answer there. But one of the things I want to talk about as well is, you know, the military is is about building leaders, training leaders. Um, so kind of a the two different audiences that you have the opportunity to to be a leader at. I mean, you're a junior on the volleyball team, you're a senior in the cross country team. You guys have the opportunity to be an influencer and a leader on your specific student athlete teams, but then you have the opportunity to be with a whole different group of people in your ROTC training, in your military uh, training as well. So so talk about the, the ways that you're able to be an influence and an impact on both groups and what you try to do as as a student athlete, as a believer, as you know, all of those things and trying to be the best person you can be. Is that a military slogan? Be the, be all you can be. I think it is. <laughs> Maybe. Um, well, I know that was actually one of the things that like the clinic that I first got connected with the Marine Corps at all with was the big thing about like, you're a student, like you're a student and an athlete, like you're a leader naturally because you're representing someone bigger than yourself. So you represent your school. And like in the Marine Corps, you represent the men and women standing next to you. You represent the like the whole Marine Corps. You represent this country type thing. Or for you, Kayla, you represent the Army. You know, you represent someone bigger than yourself. And that's the big idea is like, there, it's more than just you. What can you do for other people? That's one of the things in the Marine Corps while I was at training. You're put in leadership roles because they want to see how you lead. And everyone leads in a different way. Some are more uh, like, I guess, like collaborative, some more, I guess, like not like fully dictatorship, but like <laughs> they they say a lot and they kind of, they might like let you chime in, but they still might go with their original plan. Um, but I think for myself, the easiest way that I've found to e- even being an influence is just leading by example. So, you know, for volleyball, it, you know, being there early, getting things done, you know, just constantly working hard, you know, just giving 100%, 100% of the time. Um, but yeah, leading by example is definitely the biggest way that I try and lead, like even like the younger athletes and the people around me that aren't, so. Yeah, absolutely, Caleb, how are you? Um, I think it's, uh, for me, easiest to lead um, when I'm over at Furman, uh, specifically because I'm over there more often, um, since I only go to cross-country practice about um, two times a week at the most. Um, and so when I'm over, but at they firm, know you're not slacking off. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you're not yeah, just sleeping not. in. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah, they're all, yeah, they're all, they all know that. <laughs> um, but uh, when you're over at Fermi, you know, it's just like specifically PT. The, the army really pushes for you know PT is really important. And so being physically fit and actually leading and, and showing the guys that you can actually um, keep up and, and actually mm-hmm. you know uh, carry your weight um, is really important in involving um, the army or any any branch of the military. Um, and so I'm trying to find creative ways when I'm over with the uh, the cross country guys, um, specifically of you know just trying to trying to eat with them whenever I can, you know, and just trying to keep that relationship with them, showing them that um, you know I'm still you know working hard and, and 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 trying to you know be at the best I can be when I'm running, um, whether it, it takes two days, you know. Um, but I think just really showing like she like uh, she said that leading by example is really important. Um, and uh, something that goes a long way too is um, they'll they'll push us out. Um, they'll say, uh, um, "Don't ask anyone to do. Don't ask anyone to do something that you're not willing to do." Hmm. Um, and so, really, just pushing that as well, and 
and showing that you are willing to do what you're asking of them to do um, yeah. is, is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of putting your recruiter hat on here, and, <laughs> and I know the military people are going to love me for doing this. So, um, But kind of a twofold question as we close the episode here. Um, one, for both of you, one, what does the future look like for you guys in this? You know, what, what do you hope will turn as a result of your decision to join ROTC, to join the Marine Corps? Where are you expecting to go with this? What's your eventual, like, you know, dream job, dream occupation in it? And then kind of looking backwards as well, you know, again, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have somebody listening to the podcast right now who is thinking about military, thinking about college. And, and so kind of your short, um, you know, elevator speech of this is, you know, this is what has been beneficial for me in pursuit of this and what would be really uh, beneficial for you to consider as well. Either one. Okay, I can go first then. <laughs> um, well, I mean, keeping your options open. Uh, I kind of just went at it if the Lord was going to keep this door open that I was going to pursue it as long as possible. Um, and it took me a long time, like a year and a half, to actually get cleared to even go. Um, but he, the, the Lord orchestrated that to, to get worked out. Um, as far as the future goes, uh, I have six weeks of training next summer and then following graduation from the university, um, I have six months of basic. And then from there, depending on what MOS I get assigned, like it'll depend. You can either have like nine weeks, you can have 55 days. Yeah. Uh, so it'll really depend on the, the MOS that sure. in a sense get assigned. Um, looking back, you know, it, it, really, it really was something that I decided kind of a patriotic reason like I want to do this because I feel like everyone in a sense needs to serve mm -hmm. like and it doesn't have to be with a military uniform if you're not called to serve in the military you know do what you're called to do for your country mm -hmm. but I do like suggest if someone's thinking about it like talk to a recruiter you don't have to join the Marine Corps you could join a different uh, you could you could join a different um, military force but you know, it, it really is something that you shouldn't close the door just because, oh, I can never do that. Well, you right. don't know that till you try. Yeah. You know, now, like, some people physically can't, but, you know, what can you do with what you're, what you're able to do? So keeping your options open and, you know, you might find that you really, really do actually want to do it and maybe enjoy it. It's definitely rewarding in the long run. It changes, it changes your life. It changes how you look at people hmm. um, and even yourself. And it's really one of the greatest missions fields that I've probably had the opportunity to be in. Hmm. Uh, even in the six weeks, are, you're surrounded by people who don't know the Lord. And so it, it really, for me, was like, this is a huge mission field. You know, yeah. like this is a perfect place for a Christian like, to like minister to other people. Now, it's not friendly to Christians, so you have to be a strong Christian to do it. Like it, you have to constantly be depending on God for strength and peace and comfort and all that because you're not going to get it from your instructors. <laughs> but... It, it really is one of the most rewarding things that I've found. And basically I'm saying, if you're, if you're thinking about it, you know, try it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so I just finished um, what's called advanced camp this past summer, um, which really is, you have to graduate to be able to commission when you graduate uh, college. Um, so now that I've completed that, it's gonna be another three semesters until I, graduate college, and when that happens, then I will uh, commission into the uh, the Army and be a uh, second lieutenant. 
Um, but my main goal, what I'm really shooting for, is I really want to be a uh, chaplain in the hmm. in the army. Um, I see as there's a, there's a lot of need in the in the army. There's not a lot of um, really Bible believing, go- uh, gospel preaching um, chaplains in the in the army in the you know just military as a whole. Hmm. Um, and so it really came to light to me when 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 a uh, chaplain came to our church and he really. Um, just just talked about how much need is there um and so that's that's my main goal right now um still taking the steps to go there it's it's a pretty long process um i'm actually planning on coming back here uh to get my mdiv um and so i'm excited for that um which will start uh next not this coming spring but the next spring um and so i'm really excited for that to just start up and, and really getting into it but um that's the that's the main goal but i think um it really does with ROTC you really have to just try it out um, now you're not signing a contract or anything like that <laughs> the only time yeah you're gonna be in the military is if you sign that contract um, and so ROTC you can really just come out try it if it's not for you you just stop coming <laughs> yeah. um, it's not a lifelong commitment it's just uh, you know come out see if this is for you if it's not um, then try something else but if it is then Stay with it and try to get a contract. Yeah, yeah, that's the only time in the military where you can be a deserter yeah. and they yeah. won't care, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they only want you if you want to be there. That's yeah, right. sense. exactly. That's right. Well, thank you guys so much for taking the time. It. Uh, I hope it was for you listening. I hope it was as beneficial to you as I've loved being able to talk with these student athletes and and just you know, great athletes, but even better people at the same time. And remember, you can catch up on previous episodes of the What's Bruin podcast at our website, bjubruins.com slash podcast, or you can subscribe on iTunes or your other favorite podcast platform. That's going to do it for this week's episode. For these two great uh, military personnel, I'm Johnny Gamut, and that's What's Bruin. You've been listening to the What's Bruin podcast. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform provider, or catch up on previous episodes at bjubruins.com slash podcast. What's Bruin is brought to you by Ronald Blue Trust. Wisdom for wealth, for life.